Boker Tov, everybody. So we are continuing with Igarat Haramban, and we were discussing the dangers of pride, and specifically the relationship between pride and wealth, and the different causes that can cause a person, a person to become pride, proud. We did, the first one we discussed was that of wealth. So we, uh, Ramban wrote, What can a person, person become proud about? What is there to be proud about? In Be'osher, if it's regarding wealth, Hashem Morishu Ma'ashir. The wealth really comes from Hashem. Any wealth, any poverty that a person experiences, it all comes from Hashem. So we discussed yesterday how wealth, when can be a blessing from Hashem, but if it's not recognized as a blessing from Hashem, it can become a source of unnecessary and undue pride. So here Rabbi Foyer brings two important stories and ideas of the Chachamim related to the concept of pride. So the first thing he's talking about is by using the wealth properly. So the he brings an interesting story here that demonstrates not only does Hashem judge us based on what we do with our money, meaning not only which acts of charity we do, but the intentions that we have when performing these acts of charity. So the Talmud uh, tells us a story about one time the Chachamim, this is after the destruction of Second Beit HaMikdash, so the Chachamim came upon the daughter of a very, very, formerly very wealthy person, Naktimon ben Gurion. So they were shocked, they found her in absolute, absolute poverty, and she was looking around into the waste products of the animals belonging to the Arabs, trying to find little pieces of food to satiate her hunger. She in extreme, extreme poverty. She had, she was wearing tattered clothing. She was surrounding herself with her wild hair because her hair, because her clothing was so tattered. And the Gemara records that she had at some point been so wealthy, her wedding dowry had been one million gold zuzim, which is probably millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars in today's uh, currency. So the Chachamim, they were shocked. They said, how did this happen? So she says... He quotes a, a famous statement of the, at least at that time was famous, famous statement of the people of Yerushalayim. And they said, Melach Mamon Chaser. How does a person preserve his money? By Chaser, by depleting it, by giving the money to charity. That's how a person can save their money if they don't give generously. So then they've doomed themselves. It's a tragic fate. That's a very far. Uh, translates it as a, a tragic fate. So the Gemara wants to know, wait a minute, we have lots of evidence that Naktim ben Gurion, he did huge amounts of kindness. He used to, he used to buy, he lived in Yerushalayim, he used to take care of the Ole HaRegel, those who would come up to visit for the holidays, and he did many, many other forms of great charity. So what's going on? So one opinion of the Gemara says that he only did it for enhancing his own honor. All the charity he gave was enhancing for his own honor. And since he did it only to enhance his own honor, so therefore, it led to, the outcome was that of poverty. So when he uh, quotes the explanation of that pasuk we saw yesterday, the end of the first pasuk says, Ki kivod beito, when he increases the honor of his home, then lo acharav kivodo, his his honor will not come after him, won't come to save him. If his actions are all done to increase his honor, so that honor, it's not going to save him from the, whatever can happen to such a person. Okay, so that's the first story, the fascinating story of the daughter of, Nakhdu, uh, the daughter of Nakhdu, uh, Nakhdum ben Gurion. The second Gemara he quotes is a very important uh, Gemara, actually one of my favorite, favorite Ma'amare Chazal, where the story, the Gemara tells the story of the son of Yeshua ben Levi who was unfortunately very ill. And he had a vision, he comes to the end of his life, he's, 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 on, the, he's on the border, he may be going to the next world, and he has a vision of the world to come. So he comes back, he survives, he comes to... So his father asked him, so what did you see? He was, he was in a near-death experience. What did you see? 
So he says, I saw an upside down world. I saw in the world of the future, the people who are up top over here, the powerful men who are in charge over here, so they're on the bottom. And the people who are humble in this world, they're on the top over there in the next world. So Rishub and Levi said to him, My son, that which you saw was not upside down at all. It is actually perfectly in order. The people that seem to be very great in this world will be on the bottom in the next world. And the people who seem to be very lowly in this world are going to be very, very great in the next world. So he quotes here an explanation from the Chafetz Chaim that he explains what Rabbi Yeshua is really talking about. He said Rabbi Yeshua was, what Rabbi Yeshua's statement didn't only describe the next world, it really described the reality of this world also. Hashem allows some people to become very successful in this world, but the success is only a facade. It's only on the surface. It's only on the outside. But in truth, they've already, I'll quote Rabbi Foyer, sunken into bankruptcy. The arrogance that they had it consumed their heavenly reward. The arrogance have consumed their heavenly reward within their lifetimes. Their arrogance, it uses up any scar that they have. So therefore, they seem to be all the way up top, but they're really on the bottom, even already in this world. And the people of this world who are humble, downtrodden, those are the truly wealthy people. In this, even in this world, their graceful, dignified struggle, it increases their spiritual stature, puts them in a higher place spiritually. And their share in Olam Abba, that remains intact and undiminished. Nothing is left. We only see the outside. But in that vision, the son of, of um, Rabbi Yeshua and Levi, he got to see on the inside. He saw on the inside what was happening. We only look and see the, the outer trappings of such an individual. But a person who lives his life, he seems to be on top of the world, seems to be powerful. If that world is filled with Ga'ava, so then... He's already empty on the inside. He's bankrupt. There's nothing left of him. And the person who lives his life with humility in this world, he lives simple a life. He's lived a life, it may be, even be a life of poverty, but already in this world, he has maintained his olam haba, his next world already intact, and he's already considered to be on top of things. Okay, have a wonderful day, everybody. The next year, we'll move on to the next uh, source, potential source of gahava, which is kavod, the honor that a person receives in this world. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kol Tuv.